0: I remember running home from school, turning on the TV to the Cubs game, sitting with my dad to watch his heroes. Welcome to the World Series Dreaming Chicago Cubs Dreamcast, not affiliated with the actual Chicago Cubs, but just a bunch of guys who love the local nine and enjoy talking baseball and, of course, the defending World Series champion Cubs. Hi, I'm Ken, also known as Rice Cube, and I have a cough, so if you hear me... (coughs) Every now and then, that's probably why. No, uh, people are going to
1: start to, think, start to think that you're Dusty Baker and the Nationals, if you keep that up.
0: They well, because...
1: choke a lot in the postseason, <laughs> especially Dusty Baker. Yep. I kind of feel bad for the Nationals.
0: <laughs> so, the that's Ben. How are you guys are doing? And Okatuli, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing great.
0: Much better than Saturday. Much, yeah, much Saturday,
1: better. Saturday was kind of annoying. Uh, it's dramatically annoying. We'll get into why later and why some people shouldn't be as upset as they were. But we'll get into that. Plenty of time for that.
0: Indeed. Uh, so I think uh, what we'll do today as a plan is my son and I will open up our final sports crate like ever because I'm not buying this thing ever again. Uh, we want to look at the playoff outlook for... Pretty much every team that's still alive. There's a couple playing right now as we record. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some teams are about to get eliminated, and France and one already was. Yeah, thankfully we we won't see that with the Cubs until at least I don't know what is it Friday Thursday uh, Thursday Yeah Thursday's game five. Yeah, we'll look at some strange picture usage as well. We want to talk about performances in the playoffs by the Cubs and. Uh, just narrative in general. So, how's that for our plan sir? I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. That's your rock
1: and roll. Let's do it.
0: As the spring gave away to summer, past the ivy-colored dreams, toward the days that kept us
2: yearning
0: for tomorrow. Jason, we got a sports crate.
2: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, give me the scissors.
2: Oh, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> this is my last sports crate, like, ever, because I'm not buying this anymore.
2: Which means no more me.
0: Hmm? No, you'll still be around. We just won't be talking about this stupid sports crate. this one. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Alright, hey, look, another shirt. Okay.
2: Do we get a golden ticket? Uh, I don't know. do we get?
0: Hey, it? hey, I'll give this to you. This is a pretty nice shirt.
2: Yeah,
0: buy us. Hobby! We'll give this to you. That was a hobby card. What the devil is this? Is this a flag? Oh cool, lanyard. Ooh. I'll, I'll probably give this to you too. No, oh, actually this is pretty You
2: did not get the golden ticket.
0: This is a pretty solid lanyard.
2: Watch, as soon as we stop buying the sports crates, there's going to be actually cool stuff in there, and we're going to fix everything.
0: Yeah, right. Look, can't even open this. They sealed it too tight.
2: Bring in the chainsaw. There it
0: is. All right, get out of here. Alright, what is this? It's an apron. It's actually a pretty good apron. Maybe I'll take it to lab. Mm -hmm. Say, like, when, when I got a... You gotta do labs and stuff.
2: So, allegedly, you will be getting <clears throat> another action figure. Yeah, we uh,
0: didn't get the last one. The Anthony Rizzo is like. you are
2: Javier Baez action figure with this one. That but makes sense. I do not see it, and we still haven't gotten the Rizzo action figure, so.
0: That's kind of upsetting.
2: I am never, ever, ever, ever buying this again. Mm. Ever.
0: No. Nope. Ever. Javi Baez looks Chinese in this one.
2: Oh my hey. god!
0: Look at him! Doesn't look like Javi.
2: It just looks like a constipated Javi. It,
0: it is constipated.
2: He's got a sponge on his chin.
0: Okay, we are continuing to make improvements to our product. Ha ha ha! Line to ensure we're making the right items for you.
2: Man, that's
0: a good joke. As part of this effort, the action figure slated for this crate is being retooled. The figure will now use refined sculpting techniques to showcase more athletic attributes and better joint articulation. Blah, uh, blah, 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 This blah. is the
2: refined one that they have a picture of. Is not very refined.
0: You can expect the action... Isn't this the same thing they said about Riz's figure? You can expect the action sports figure to arrive at the end of October.
2: Yeah, you were supposed to get it at the end of September.
0: But they didn't lies send lies, either lies, one, lies, yeah. and I still didn't get a golden Charlie ticket. very upset.
2: Charlie Brown does not have the golden ticket.
0: What? That's what? not Charlie Brown. Wait, That's uh, Charlie, crap. Charlie Bucket.
2: Uh, my, my face. <laughs> I'm just gonna um, go give up on life.
0: This isn't what they said. Uh... So, they have a new program. Apparently, next year, we've learned that brands matter to you. Well, not just that, but getting stuff on time, I right? I
2: prefer getting stuff on time to brands.
0: Yeah, and we are expanding our product line up. Wait. So that, that's, that's not a sentence. And we are expanding our product line up to include new partners to our crates. And our crates such as 47 Stance Charvis... Tervis. We already got a Tervis, right? We got a Tervis
2: Cup last time.
0: New era, more throughout the year. You're a fan year-round, and always ready to rally for your team.
2: Not through sports crates.
0: Crates will now be provided all year long and delivered bi-monthly starting in December 2017. See,
2: there it is. They're delivering bi-monthly. That means they couldn't handle doing it every month. So
0: every two months. Okay, upcoming crate themes include holiday in December, Spring training, I, I need to make sure that I, uh, I cancel this because I don't think I'll, I ever want to do something like this again. It's so bad. I guess uh, we'll try to set this up for when Anthony Rizzo and Javier Baez, and allegedly I'm supposed to get a bonus figure for being a sports uh, crate season ticket holder, but man. Yeah, I'll get
2: it sometime next year.
0: This is disappointing. I'll get it for my birthday, then. Maybe. Never. Maybe. Anyway, sports crate sucks. Bye. The beauty and the history in this cathedral. The sky so blue against the grass so green. Like time stood still forever. Alright, so we just came back from talking about how bad the sports crate was, and you know, for the most part the playoffs have been very it it's Kind of like the lopsided games outside of the uh, the Cubs series. So the outcome hasn't
1: really been lopsided per se. I mean, all the games have been pretty much close and coming down to pretty much the end. Fantastic pitching performances on both sides, especially with the Nationals and the Cubs starters. Both have dominated, but I'd have to give the slight edge possibly to the Nationals pitchers I mean you had Strasburg who threw damn near six innings of no hit ball and today you had Scherzer who threw six some innings of no hit ball but the Cubs won both those games and the one game they lost is the one against the very hittable pitcher of Gio Gonzalez
0: yeah and uh you know, before we really talk too much about the Cubs, which we're really glad they're up 2-1, how about those Astros? This is the second time they've been in a championship series after they uh, got, I, I, I guess they, they were in the championship series with uh, in 2004, right? No. 2005. No, they, they were definitely there in 2005. I don't remember what they did in 2004. I think the Cardinals beat them, but uh, I'll, I'll have to check. But this is a second time they've been to a championship series and once in each league, and that's kind of a pretty cool accomplishment. I think the Milwaukee Brewers have also done that before. But, uh, you Possible. know, to, to have to switch leagues and then rebuild and, you know, get back to a championship series again, that's a pretty big accomplishment
1: that's oh, a tremendous accomplishment.
0: Like the Cubs,
1: they've been rebuilding their farm system. Cubs did it better because they made it quicker. Both it at the same time. But the Astros also just completely blew up their team, built it from the ground up. And that's involving, that's including they completely botching like a one-year's draft when they drafted Marco Pell, who said, no, I think I'll go back to college for a year. So that completely set them back a little bit. But here they are, a very dominant team in the American League. And at the moment, their opponent is yet to be determined as the Yankees are currently putting the squeeze on the Indians, pushing that to a Game 5.
0: Yeah, and this is kind of interesting because this could have been the elimination game if the Yankees hadn't blown a really big lead in uh, Game 2 so you got to wonder like if cleveland is, is like running out of gas after their epic like 23 game win streak or if the yankees are just getting hot at the right time
1: i mean you see wild card teams make long runs very often cuz they're running on like pure adrenaline having to win that one game play-in having to basically fight the game 162 sometimes game 163 just to even get into that game and that momentum just keeps pushing them forward and farther and farther but that can only take you so far no it's... it looks like it might take them through the Indians who were the best team in baseball in the second half of the season mm. the second best team the Cubs
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think the Dodgers have, have a, are in pretty good shape. I think Zach Branke goes tonight for the Diamondbacks to try to stave off elimination. And if that's the case, then both teams, uh, the Cubs and the Dodgers, like assuming the Dodgers win game four, they would be on track. And that's also assuming the Cubs win game four. So, you know. Uh, And once again, the meeting up in the NLCS.
1: And we all remember what happened last time they met up.
0: Yeah, but they're completely different teams this time. Well, I wouldn't say completely, but uh, different enough in terms of, like, what they did in the regular season and what, you know, we believe that both teams are capable of.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Won't be the same at all, but. I like the Cubs' chances. Yeah, have
0: you been Because the Dodgers it? don't really look like the Dodgers too much. Yeah, so I was uh, thinking about all the strange pitcher usage, and a lot of people on baseball Twitter have been harping about that, like the fact that, you know, in the wild card games, for example, nobody went more than three innings and then they had to basically do a bunch of piggybacks and uh, all all hands on deck. But that was the wild card game, and that's kind of a, the the way it is because if you don't yeah, win that it's game, it's all men no, no on deck. Yeah. Everybody's got to go. But then you saw the same thing. Like, I think every single team outside of the Cubs and Nationals have done bullpen games every single game, and it's kind of weird how it works.
1: I mean, you knew the Nationals had a strong starting starting rotation with Scherzer and Strasburg and Gonzalez and even Tanner Rourke, who's going tomorrow. Four stud pitchers. Maybe not four, but three guys who are probably going to be easily all three in the top five for Cy Young voting and Strasburg, Scherzer, and Gonzalez. <laughs> Didn't Gonzalez have? No, that was Strasburg, who pretty much had an Arietta
0: second half. Yeah, he was did. like, what was he like, twelve
1: and zero with a point eight ERA?
0: It was pretty ridiculous. He was just really, really good.
1: I mean, if Arietta won the Cy Young with stats like that in 2015, I've got to give the edge to, to Strasburg with that.
0: Yeah, that's his just teammate, damn though. impressive. His teammate, though uh, Scherzer, is also pretty darn good, and he actually just won the Cy Young. So you gotta sometimes give the incumbent a few votes as well. Oh, of
1: course, they could split the vote, which
0: means somebody else is gonna get it. Yeah, and kind of like, like Lester and Hendricks last year. Hmm. And and the cool thing about these these picture usages is like some of the piggybacks are actually working. Like, oh man, the the guys got in trouble, and because you're in a short series, a five-game series, you want to make sure that, you know, you you save some pitchers. You don't necessarily, like, let the pitcher see uh, the lineup for the third time or anything like that. You make sure that you get the right matchups in, and then there are certain times when you actually use a starting pitcher, like Justin Verlander today, uh, to pitch, like, several innings of relief, and they... The Red Sox did the same with David Price, and the Dodgers did did like a piggyback with like Rich Hill and Kent Ameda. So it it was like, you know, every single team was going the bullpen route. Yeah, but the Cubs haven't
1: really used more than three relievers in any game. So and people want to complain about the way Joe's handled the bullpen. Uh, maybe the only t- issue I would have I had was maybe today's game where he took Quintana out a little too early, maybe.
0: maybe.
1: I would have probably let him face one more batter. I mean, I fully trust Stro- Pedro Strope. I know many people don't because they have a bias against him because of the way he wears his damn hat. Who the hell cares? He's a <laughs> damn good pitcher, very dominating. Right. But I would have let Cantana try to get, a- get out of that inning because – he, it was Zimmerman that hit the RBI, right? Yeah, he he's made Zimmerman look kind of foolish all game. So I would have given him one more batter just to get out of the inning.
0: I kind of understood why they did it though, because of the matchup situation. You got a righty oh, yeah. against a lefty uh, facing the, each other for the third time through in the same game. It it doesn't look good. So I understood mm-hmm. so why you know it was
1: it was the complete opposite. Of game two. People wanted Madden to go to the bullpen. For the handedness. With Edwards versus Harper. Yeah. He didn't. Madden wanted be getting burned. He did it today. Giving the fans the handedness matchup. That fans were crying about on Saturday. Once again it kind of gets burned. So managers are kind of in a no-win situation. Yeah. If they give the fans what they want. It doesn't work out. They're going to get they're going to get decimated
0: for it. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. I think everything Joe Madden did so far is defensible. Like,
1: uh... I have no problem with him using Edwards. I mean, Edwards has, um, was the epitome of the hot hand. Yeah. As I tweeted out, he hadn't given up a run since September 5th, he hadn't given up a hit since September 10th. And he pitched a scoreless one-two-three inning the night before.
0: Right. So you know I mean, you he was a, even... literally the
1: hot hand. Yeah. And he... if you ask Cub fans going into the series, who are the two pitchers you trust the most in the bullpen? Mm-hmm. Number one is obviously Wade Davis. Right. Number two, Carl Edwards. Yeah. And he, sometimes he's had a he bad a bad, a bad string yeah. of games here or there, but Edwards has been dominant for most of the season. Yeah. But people only like to remember the bad stuff. That's just fandom. It's fanhood.
0: It's recency bias, basically. Like, uh, if you look at him tonight, he, he went, mowed them down, and then weighed and down. And he got his down.
1: revenge on Harper.
0: Yeah. Made Harper look foolish. It was wonderful. Like, yeah, Some sometimes you just make a bad pitch, like, you know.
1: C&J and he even said, I pitch. made a
0: bad pitch. I hung it. Yeah, and Monty made a bad pitch. Montgomery made a really bad pitch. And that, unfortunately, was one of those where you wonder, hey, would a better left fielder have gotten the ball? Or would, you know, the wind have knocked it down? And then the Cubs would still have gone into the ninth tide? You don't know. So.
1: Yeah,
0: a lot of people were complaining that
1: Martin wasn't in the game in, what was it,
0: right field? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> game two? Because Zobrist. I love Zobrist. I'll always love him. Mm-hmm. MVP of the World Series, but dude didn't even look like he tried to catch that ball,
0: and he it was just barely an over. The,
1: yeah, <laughs> he it was barely over the wall. Martin might have been able to jump up and steal another home run like he did. Yeah, and uh, again, but it is well that ends well. Cubs are up two to one right now with a chance to put the Nationals away. With Jake Arrieta on the mound, who says he's 100%,
0: but... I hope he is. I hope so. But, you know, if... A healthy Arrieta? Yeah. If Jake is anywhere as healthy as, say, Max Scherzer looked today, like Scherzer obviously wasn't super comfortable, but he still brought it, and I think Jake can do the same thing. So you know, the good news is that there's, the Cubs have two chances to try to win it, so I, I think I'm okay with it. So, obviously, Max Scherzer wasn't the as healthy as he wanted to be, like, he, I, I heard, like, uh, basically, Ron Coomer and Pat Hughes say he was grabbing at his uh, thigh or his hamstring, which he, he strained earlier, uh, as minor tweak or whatever, but... Yeah, he, he yeah, the, wasn't 100%, 100
1: The guys on TBS kept saying how he kept hitting his his hamstring, trying to egg hey, it on. Come on, yeah. stay healthy, stay healthy. Yeah, so I don't but think I've seen Jake Even though yeah. he was probably more injured than he was letting on. He got wild there towards the end, which helped out the Cubs. But yeah. if Arietta can't get it done tomorrow... There's nobody on the Cubs pitching staff I would be more comfortable with than Kyle Hendricks pitching Game 5. He has probably been our best playoff pitcher, starting pitcher. And that says a lot, considering how well Arietta did and Lester did last year. Mm -hmm. Hendricks has pitched in some of the biggest games for the Cubs. He he went toe-to-toe with with, um, Kershaw in Game 2 of the NLCS. And he lost a one to nothing game.
0: Yeah, and then he beat him in the clincher. And then and he beat clincher.
1: He, he started yeah, he Game 7 Strasburg. of the World Series. Yeah. He beat Strasburg. When is Kyle Hendricks going to start getting the the respect that he deserves?
0: I think I mean, if he can ever throw greater than 91, he might get some respect. But uh, he he's a pitcher. He's not a thrower. thrower. He's not a flamethrower. He's mm-hmm. just a pitcher.
1: Yeah, but he's always in the shadow of... The guy on the other side. Last year, it was Kershaw twice. Then it was, wasn't, wasn't it Kluber in the World Series at Game 7? Yeah. yeah. Then it was Strasburg in Game 1. He's always, oh, yeah, and then there's Kyle Hendricks. Yeah.
0: But Kyle Hendricks, Hendricks usually... doesn't have
1: dominating stuff, but he dominates people.
0: Yeah, He, he is phenomenal. Pitch. It, it, it's really super cliche to say, it, but he just knows how to pitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is a pitcher.
0: Yeah. yeah I hope out so. He's a pretty smart guy. He probably uses a lot of data. He knows, you know, like, it's probably punny of me to say, but he was an economics major at Dartmouth, and so he understands the economy of energy and pitching, and I think uh, he sequences uh, batters pretty well. Like, they... I think the batters know what they can expect from Kyle Hendricks, but they don't know when to expect it, and that's that's kind of the trick that, yeah. that he he has. And even when they expect it, they know it's coming.
1: They still can't hit it most of the time.
0: it's right. so like super weak contact. I think he he just uh, finds a way to to make the ball move at the last minute. Like once it leaves your hand, there's not much you could do between those like sixty feet, right? But for whatever reason. He he's just missing barrels.
1: And I love it.
0: And I hope he's a Cub for a very long time. Yeah, and you know, I just dropped a piece uh because M L B Trade Rumors was uh doing the projections for arbitration. He's due for a pretty big raise next year. Oh, he'll get a nice big raise. He deserves yeah. it. And you know, the Cubs should still be able to have a lot of financial flexibility to get their like new pitchers once Lackey and Ariadne Oregon, but, yeah, they're in pretty good shape. Could it be our hero's moment? Or could they somehow find a way? We talked about the playoff outlook. I think the Yankees are probably going to tie the series up, so that
1: series- Looking like
0: it is going back to Cleveland uh, for and, Game 5, barring some really, really crazy crap going on in the next year. And remember
1: how much he how much he ripped Joe Madden and then Joe Girardi ripped Joe Madden for overusing him in the bullpen? Are we talking about Roldis?
0: Mm-hmm. Roldis Chapman?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And what happened the other day in Game 3? Um, Girardi out threw save. out there for a five-out five out save.
0: Yeah. I, I they, guess... I guess he's used to it now that Joe Joe Maddon basically, like you know, ran him through the ringer. Which, you know, that's what they did to Andrew Miller too last year.
1: Mm-hmm. And like like Chapman this year, Miller had his share of struggles for a bit,
0: yeah. and he was even on the DL for a while. Yeah, he he gave up the only home run in the the other game. Uh, I I think game three. So. That's why this uh, this series is is in a game four right now. Mhm. And then I'm not entirely sure if the Diamondbacks can stave off elimination, but uh, you know they they should be able to. I think. Is it you, Darvish, pitching tonight? It's Darvish versus Greinke. That should be fun.
1: And I'm watching it right now with the sound off.
0: Don't oh, worry, baseball did they, guys. Did, did they show I will not
1: It's starting right now.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Don't worry, baseball guys. I won't give you a
0: play-by-play. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like today and on, I, I believe, Friday when the Cubs started their series, they, they got hit at uh, no hit for like the first six innings of both games, right?
1: Yeah, the offense
0: has got to start picking it up.
1: For the most part, it's Bryant and Rizzo are the only guys that are actually doing anything. Yeah, Contreras yeah. had a nice home run, but that's like the only hit he got. Yeah. I, as much as I love Zobrist, and he got pretty much the hit that helped the Cubs win today. Yeah, he actually got the, fr- the very first hit. Dude's been pretty much useless offensively. Yeah, and and I hate saying that because he's a guy that you can't help but like. But he's no, he, pretty he's pretty a much hard
0: useless. Yeah, he I does. was
1: actually kind of hoping that Stella would be starting at second base instead of Zobrist. Get another left-handed bat in there, and Tommy's heck, he had good numbers against Scherzer.
0: Yeah, I think the good news is uh, both of them actually did make contributions. Uh, Zobrist as a starter, he got the the double that eventually scored the tying run. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he scored the tying run, and then uh, Tommy LaStella got on base. And And then
1: Martin ran for him, and then he wound up scoring the go-ahead and winning run.
0: Yeah, so, you know, sometimes you just need to be lucky, and, you know, Rizzo blooped it into no-man's land. Everybody thought the other person was going to catch it. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully he didn't get thrown out until Martin had already scored, or else you know uh, no, people
1: would play have been pissed off. I mean, they were going after Hayward when he got doubled off on a ball that probably should have landed. Yeah, but it was caught.
0: Yeah, so you know, it was a I, I game. Know, I don't know that that's necessarily a base running blunder, as it is just he made a really good play and he couldn't get back to base in time. So what you're gonna do, right? Uh uh-huh gotta try
1: and at that point you're just hoping to squeeze it together another run
0: so let's talk a little bit about narrative here because these are the Washington Nationals right they are mm-hmm. uh, 90 how many games did they win they, I saw, they didn't they win 97 uh, it's either 97 or 98 let's look it up but the point is they are a very 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 good team And so the fact that the Cubs essentially outplayed them for something like, I don't know, more it's way more than 50% of the innings that have already been played is incredible. And I know that a lot of Cubs fans are annoyed with the bullpen and the offense and whatnot, but the starting pitching has kept the Cubs in the game in every single game. And that's something that we have to be very appreciative of.
1: Yeah, and the Nationals did win 97. Okay. They were at 97 and 65. All right.
0: I think uh, if you th- consider that, you know, they, if we react to every single play, if we react to every single inning, obviously in the playoffs, everything is magnified. But, you know, the Cubs had outs left to use, and they were going to use those outs. And thankfully, they did use those outs on offense, and they were able to eke out one more run than the other team. They shut out the Nationals in the f- first game. They should have won the second game, if not for a couple of really bad pitches. And I think that's something that a lot of people just glaze over. Like, you've got to appreciate the goodness of the games, even if the runs aren't raining from the sky.
1: Mm -hmm. And what a lot
0: of people forget, Bryce Harper
1: is one of the best players in the game right now, if not the best, all due respect to Mike Trout. I mean, those two are probably neck and neck as far as best guys. Sorry, Bryant. But those two are probably like neck and neck for the best player in baseball right now. And you had to know that he was going to come through in a big moment at some point this this series. He's too good not to, right. and the Nationals are too good of an offense to be shut out back-to-back games. I mean, that's part, they have one of the had one of the best offenses in the game. Right. You knew it wasn't going to be easy, and you weren't going to shut them out that much. The fact that they've held the, the Nationals to seven runs over three games is astonishing, and. The, all credit goes to the Cubs pitching, which has just been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and even when the Especially the faltered, starting staff. Yeah, the defense mm-hmm. had faltered a little bit today, like how Schwarber had that oh, yeah. really mm-hmm. bad error. Schwarber stuff, had,
1: but... oh, that was bad. It just was in and out of his glove, and he kicked it around like a soccer ball. Yeah. And then the overreactions on Twitter. Get this guy off the team. He shouldn't be playing. Send him to the American League. He's a de- yeah. Fans are, love to be reactionary. Right. And, you know... Tomorrow, if he hits a home run leading off, whatever, fans are going to love him again.
0: And people and so were like, What just, have you done uh, for me lately? Yeah, they were double-guessing, double, double uh, guessing, you know, second-guessing uh, Joe Madden about, about everything. You know, we talked about the fact that they, he pulled Quintana too quickly. Well, I think that was defensible. Did he err uh, in... Uh, using Zobrist uh, instead of Stella, and, you know, ultimately it worked out. So sometimes the manager mm-hmm. can make the best decisions, it's not going to work out. Like in Game 2, uh, Carl Edwards was probably the best guy at the time to face Bryce Harper because you don't want to use... He's got numbers, had like a you know.
1: 198 batting average against like a 4.4-something uh, OPS.
0: Yeah, it, that it's is
1: pretty ridiculous. He's pretty good damn splits. good against left-handers. Yeah, it just he's a fantastic reverse blitz guy.
0: Yeah, sometimes uh, you know a good hitter will beat be good pitching, and there's nothing you can do about this baseball. Mhm. So yeah, even with Ben Zobrist, like you know he's old. He's probably declining. He's uh, probably shouldn't be playing every day anymore. And we maybe maybe it should be a bench bat, but thankfully, he he came through so that we can at least push that narrative aside for another day. Yeah. Yeah, but again, mm-hmm. like we, I wait. doubt
1: he's starting tomorrow. We'll probably see bias back in there.
0: Yeah. You know, like Ro will
1: probably be there. Mm.
0: Because uh, Roark is a right-hander, and I don't think he has any appreciable splits and that probably means Jay is starting in center
1: unless they'd go back to the game one and have um in right and Hayward in center, but I'd rather have my best defensive outfielder playing his natural position in the right field i mean I think that would be better than having Zober, having Hayward having pretty much covered the entire outfield. Because of the defensive limitations of both Zobrist and Schwarber.
0: Right. And you know, I'm asking you,
1: I want to see Elmore start. Elmore is phenomenal, and he, I want to see him get a get a good start in this postseason. season yeah, I want to see him get another one. So Started game uh, two, but
0: I want to see him start. Let's do a lineup prediction. Let's because uh, I am pulling up his platoon splits. Uh, this is Tanner Roark. Uh, Thursday, no Tuesday's nominal starter for the Nationals. He uh, kind of kills righties, so they're batting two twenty two, two twenty three. Uh, OBP is two seventy seven, slugging three forty one. So that's an OPS of six eighteen for righties against Roark. But with lefties, they're OPSing over eight hundred. So, so you maybe we'll imagine. see Hep- yeah. in center field leading off. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he would lead off. He's just got too much swing and miss, and he doesn't seem as patient as he needs to be. Like he. he oh, to be surprising. fair,
1: I don't think the leadoff hitter has gotten on at all. This entire series for either team.
0: Yeah, I, I think they they just uh, they, maybe it's a scouting report, and they're just trying to say, okay, we got Strasburg, we got Gio Gonzalez, we got. Scherzer, they always throw strikes. Let's attack them, and that's probably why they haven't seen as many pitches as they should have. And sometimes, you know, you attack the first pitch, you're not, you're gonna either hit, get hit, or get an out, right? But uh, yeah, unfortunately, they've gotten outs more than hits, and that's just, you know, the. Oh, that goes to the, for
1: the Nationals and for the Cubs. Yeah. None of the outfielders have really done anything leading off the game,
0: or even later in the game,
1: for the most part.
0: Well, that's because Dusty Baker is like, you know, batting the nominal fast guy. Like Trey Turner is not a slouch or anything, but he probably shouldn't be leading off because he's just not doing anything. He can't get his uh, bat in the ball. He can't get on base. So, you know, you got a fast guy, sure, but he can't get on base. So maybe you should kind of like down Billy low. Hamilton. Yeah, he gets on base,
1: fantastic. If not, mm, kind of useless. The baseball world is full of fast guys that struggle to get, to get on base. Yeah, we had but, our own guy in Tony Campana. He could have <laughs> run, but couldn't really hit.
0: Yeah, so those guys have their uses, but uh, I guess in a way we're kind of glad that Dusty Baker is running the other team because while he is a good manager, he uh, falls into those tropes that we, we like to see bad managers have. Uh, when the Cubs are playing them, like, I want to bat this guy first because he's really, really good. And then you basically have an out in front of Bryce Harper, who's batting second. So by the time you get to the big boys, there's already an out, and that helps, you know, a, a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, that's not always going to be the case. Like, every now and then, a bloop is going to drop, like you saw with Rizzo, uh Monday. Yeah, that was, so, yeah,
1: that was fun. I thought he was going to to be caught. Everybody thought he was going to be caught. Yeah. Apparently, except for Dusty. Dusty knew he was going to fall in because, well, he's Dusty Baker and he knows he's going
0: to screw something up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just need to be more lucky than good, man. Pretty much.
1: I mean, the old saying is I'd rather be lucky than good. (laughs) Luck doesn't run out, but talent can falter
0: here or there. Yeah. Well, I I think the approaches are are right. Like, they just kept grinding against Max Scherzer. Like, Scherzer had to issue three walks, and Scherzer usually doesn't walk anybody. So their approach was fine, and Scherzer obviously wasn't 100%. But, uh, yeah, it it was nice to – well, I didn't see it because it's on cable, but I listened to the radio, and I just tracked all the pitches that they kept filing off. They, They were on it. And so, that because we're prepared, it just happens that you know today their approach only scored two runs. But on a typical day, I feel like that approach could score like five or six.
1: Uh, we have a little, little bit of breaking news. Yeah. But because the because the weather is uncertain for tomorrow night, the Cubs game will officially start at 4:38 p.m. tomorrow. Is that right? Yep. So regardless of what happens to the Dodgers game, uh-huh. because I heard of that if the Dodgers win and close out the series, the Cubs game could actually probably be a 7 o'clock game. But because weather is in question, they're going to make it the afternoon game no matter what.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Let's talk about a couple of potpourri items. Uh, you heard about the fan that's uh, suing the Cubs because he got smacked in the face by a line drive, right? Or a foul yep.
1: ball. Yep.
0: Yep. So this is going to test the ticket clause that you see on the back of every ticket. Like, you know, where they say we do not assume a liability for, you know, your injuries and whatnot. Yep. But I mean,
1: it probably gets thrown out because McLeod is there, but there's always a chance that the judge can make an example of this case because it is the very first one, I think, that's actually testing it.
0: Yeah, but the Cubs are already extending netting, and that's a really good idea, especially when, you know, Addison Russell can't hold on to his bet. These guys are just bigger and stronger and faster than they've ever been before, so the balls are going to fly you know, so no we're just and done, and done with crazy. phrasing, right? But they're going to fly all over the place, and they're going to fly really fast. And there's, like, just no time to react. Like, you know, we're not trained professional athletes. You know, a lot of people who sit sit there are, you know, older, or they're, uh, you know, not as athletic, or they're uh, children, and they're just not going to react that fast. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess the message I have for people who say, well, they should – to get out of the way is, well, you know, despite the fact that you're paying attention and whatnot, if you ever get hit because you you were paying attention and you still got hit, you can't sue them now because that would be kind of hypocritical for you to say after you you know, kind of poo pooed this get this guy because he got hit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I think based on what I read, he saw the ball, he just couldn't react in time and that goes to show like how hard, you know, especially in the stat catch era where you see the balls flying at over 100 miles an hour. That's tough. It's tough. It is tough. I mean, you even see actual athletes
1: making millions of dollars who can barely get out of the way in time of hmm. a ball that's coming that fast right at their head. I mean, how many times have you seen pitchers just drilled in the head from hmm. a liner? Or in the arm or some other place.
0: Yeah. I mean, or the Shen. Like, it's not I think, as
1: easy as they want it to make it out to be.
0: Yeah, I think a couple of pitchers probably got their legs broken by comebackers too, and that that's really rough. So, yeah, imagining that kind of thing happening, like you you might be looking up from your phone at the time, you might be uh, deciding, oh, I'd like to. I like to check my scorecard or whatever because that's what you do at a baseball game and there's no netting in front of you, so
1: and pretty much the entire experience is currently telling you to look at your phone or to be distracted. Yeah, the video boards up, you got the ballpark apps that keep telling you to check. Yeah. So in extending the netting isn't a bad idea. 'Cause there's a yeah. lot of the distractions that go on at the Cubs games.
0: I mean, you you can still catch the pop flies and pop fouls, but a liner, you're you're just gonna get out of the way, man. Anyway. Yeah. So you know, maybe you'll get lucky and the ball boy will just toss it over the netting anyway, so you'll get your souvenirs, but man. That that's one safety thing that I would be very glad for. Yeah, me too, I mean. Might take away a few
1: souvenirs, but I'd much rather know that I'm alive
0: and not risking
1: serious injury.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you see the Cubs troll the Nationals because of the uh, W flag confiscation thing? I did not. Yeah, if you go to Cubs Twitter, there's a really funny tweet. Like they they show a bunch of fans after the game with their W flags, and they're like, "Fly free, my children." <laughs> because uh, obviously you can bring your W flag into cubs but you know it was going to say yeah bring it to
1: national park
0: yeah you, they they confiscate all W flags and then they they let the the people in the ballpark fly L flags and the L flag isn't even the right color
1: <laughs> yeah that's what makes it comical <laughs>
0: All right, so I got to go to school tomorrow, and you probably have to go to work, and I need some honey for my throat, so we (laughs) need to, uh, did you update our Facebook page with the new start time? Indeed. All right, and that Facebook page, you can find us there at facebook.com slash All right. You can find our website
1: at World dot com. You can find me on Twitter at WS Dreaming underscore Cubs.
0: And you can find me on Twitter where I won't be coughing all over you at Cubic Snarkonia.
1: And we'll probably talk to you sometime after the NLDS when the Cubs are likely headed on to face the Dodgers.
0: We'll see. Like, you know, we'll Will will we feel bad if the Cubs, like, lose in five? Yes. But thankfully, we won't (laughs) feel as bad because they did kind of win last year. A little bouncer slowly toward Bryant. He will glove it and throw to Rizzo. It's in time. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. But it would be Mm kind of disappointing to lose a lead. But I don't think this Cubs team will lose a lead. Not at all. So by the time you guys download and listen to this, uh, the Cubs might be in the NLCS already. So.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, <coughs> All
0: right.
1: So uh, you go take care of yourself, man.
0: Take some yeah, meds. I will. <laughs> don't uh, die on us. Yeah. Don't forget to rate and share us. Uh, rate on us on iTunes. Email us any questions you might have. All right, and I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Yep. Thanks to Rich Deanna and Randall Sanders, as always. And I am going to go get my honey.
1: <laughs> go
0: get your honey, man. Word up. Okay,
1: bye. bye.
2: It was more than just a game.